We had such an interesting conversation with Dr. Nadine Johnson when we had her on our podcast at the start of the season that we've invited her back to share more of her knowledge with us today. I'm Melissa Burns, and this is Let's Be Great 1-5, a YMCA of Rock River Valley podcast dedicated to all things healthy living. And I'm Gina Carvelis. It was great having Dr. Johnson on, and I'm really grateful for the opportunity to have her back with us. For our listeners, if you didn't catch her on our first episode of this season, Dr. Johnson is a naturopathic doctor whose practice offers complete natural health solutions, including acupuncture, cupping, myofascial body work, and homeopathy, among others, many of which we discussed when she was first on. And we talked about a lot, and we definitely weren't able to cover it all. Uh, Dr. Johnson takes an approach that gets into the foundational principles of how the body works and how it heals itself. So really interesting stuff. And today we're going to talk um, more in depth about detoxification, depuration, I had to look that word up, and drainage, the three Ds I'm calling them. So thank you so much for being back with us, Dr. Johnson. Uh, Thank you so much. I am absolutely delighted to be back. Yeah, it's great to have you again and see you. So, well, when we talk about detox, what do you mean specifically? Um, You know, when there's just so much to it, I know, um, you know, there's a lot of different ways people think of detox, but what do you work with? You know, how do you work with your patients on detoxing from what would you be detoxing from, I guess, to start us off? So you are absolutely right. Detoxification is this huge, huge subject. And I think people throw that word around without really knowing exactly what it means. You know, because there's all kinds of types of detox out there. There's a skin detox, there's a gallbladder detox, there's a liver detox, and there's all kinds of products. So it's really pretty confusing. But when I talk about detoxification, I am really referring to a process that the body does specifically to make toxic uh, products or metabolites like toxins able to be excreted out the body because the body basically stores that stuff because it's so toxic. But um, especially the liver is our main organ organ of detoxification. And that's where we get most of the issues with things being gummed up. So um, I work with people basically on all the levels of detoxification, but I'm, I'm mostly working on body systems. We're working on opening things up and there's specific ways to do that. There's specific processes, there's specific products that you can use. And we use just a ton of different therapies to do that. So um, it's a huge subject. So it's kind of like the beginner uh, primer here today that we're going to talk about. So okay, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, it sounds good. And, and I, I do know that, yeah, there's lots of different things and, and, and people have different things they need to detox from or off of. So how does a person, how do you know when someone comes to you and they, how do you know um, what kinds of symptoms would people exhibit, I guess, to know that there is something in their body that they might need to detox from, or is it something where you're looking deeper than that and you're doing some testing and blood work to determine that? So yeah, yes, yes, and yes, that is a super great question because um, it can, it can involve like everything 
So you could have things like headache, you could have fatigue, you could have like a cold or flu. That's a prime example of your body needing to detox. But it also involves things like hormonal imbalance because your liver is congested and it's not uh, processing those molecules to get them out so that you can make more and use what your body's already making. So it could be brain fog. It could be something like chronic pain. It could be um, oh, digestive problems. It could be um, insomnia. It could even be, you know, like a series of infections. Like it could be uh, bronchitis. Maybe you could get a lot of bronchitis and you just can't get over it. Mm -hmm. Well, you're not detoxing your other um, organs and tissues and especially your cells so that your body can process that and get over it. Okay. Um, skin issues are a big thing. If you've got things like psoriasis, eczema, rashes that you don't know why, um, because that's a big um, detoxification organ is the skin. And so things you're not getting rid of, they're coming out the skin. So the, so the answer is basically anything. Um, any kind of, of symptom. Any kind, you know, but it, there's could especially mean, things yeah. like uh, you could have a mold allergy. That's a huge thing where you've got to do a lot of detoxification. Um, yeast, you know, you can have stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Material things that you need to detox from. So okay. it's another huge, huge thing. Um, but you kind of have to just start at the beginning. Okay. And then, so once a person tells you, okay, these are my symptoms, this is what I'm experiencing. And you're kind of thinking, okay, it sounds like it could be this or this. Do you do for like, is there a blood test involved to really zero in and make sure you're on the right track? Or is it more of a, well, let's try eliminating this and detox going through this to see if it, if it helps solve those symptoms. And then, you know, you're on the right track or both. Yeah. It's a both, it's a both and question because you can use the regular lab tests to look at number one, how are your kidneys function functioning? How are your, how is your liver functioning? There are gut tests that you can use to see how um, your gut is functioning. Um, and there's a nice little urine test called an um, organic acids test, which tells you a lot of these things. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of use that as a baseline to see where the systems are out of line. But you would also want to look at it clinically and rule out, you know, major other things first and mm -hmm. say, you know, if you're having hormonal issues, you know, well, let's just check the thyroid, make sure it's working up to snuff. So okay. what are, um, what are common lengths of period of time for detoxes, you know, for our listeners, if they've never done one before <laughs> and you've seen different things and you may mm -hmm. be like, man, that sounds scary. Is this? Are we talking three days? Are we talking five days? Are we talking a month? You know? <laughs> so again, so that is like, that is like such a wide open question. It totally depends on number one, your health. When you start, it depends on uh, like, what drugs are you taking? Because the liver has mm -hmm. to metabolize all those drugs mm -hmm. and it could just be overwhelmed. It depends on what other things you done? Have you ever done any detox before? You know, what's your lifestyle like? Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of lifestyle factors that can come in and help you detox. Okay. Um, and then, and then what is your goal? Is your right. goal just yeah. to, you know, um, 
get over, you know, a cold or something. Oh, well then we could do a water fast. Then we can do, you know, extra vitamin C and then we can do this. And you may be looking at like a week, but mm -hmm. you know, people, yeah, I wouldn't, I don't recommend heavy detoxes for a long amount of time, unless you've got a great vitality already, already, mm -hmm. because it does take a lot out of the body. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a lot of simple things that you can do to detox every day. So. Okay. Interesting. That, so I know I have two more questions. <laughs> um, okay. So I know that this can be a, a lot of different things can cause this, but is there anything that you could say, you know, here's two that are very common. Here's two that I see. Is there anything that you see more of than something else, or is it very scattered and random and it really is individual based on your lifestyle and your diet and your, all of those things? Well, yeah, it is individualized in the sense that every person has a weakness, mm -hmm. but hands down, probably one of the most common things I see is a gut issue, some kind of, because that's where you're going to absorb all your nutrients. Mm -hmm. If your gut is not working correctly, then it's backing up all your other systems. Yeah. So yeah, there's so much about how important that like microbiome, you yeah, know, it's so important. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You got it. Okay. So then my other question is, and I, and I'm, I'm guessing this is very too, depending on what you are detoxing from, but what does the detox look like? Are you taking something that like, I've just seen a lot of things recently. I'm going down a rabbit hole. I'm not going to go too far though, <laughs> where people have worms. They think they have worms and they deworm themselves. But so I'm just, which is gross. And I probably shouldn't have even mentioned it, but I yeah, did. So, no. oh. but, but I'm, and you said a water fast. So maybe a water fast will help address something like this, this, and this. And then there's things that do involve maybe taking supplements or things like that. So just in general, what do different kinds of detoxes look like? So when I'm talking about detoxification, then I'm going to actually look at a three-step process. It's the two phases of the liver um, uh, cleansing or two phases of liver detox. And then there's a phase of two and a half of inflammation. And then there's a gallbladder phase. You start with the gallbladder first because you want to open up your pathway to eliminate those toxins before you start getting rid of the toxins. Um, so I'm going to use things like um, some anti-inflammatories, like maybe curcumin. I'm going to use things like regular vitamins because the processes in the liver depend on like the B vitamins, a lot of vitamin C, vitamin E, some basic minerals, and then things like amino acids. Mm -hmm. So, and those can all be found in regular foods um, as well as some real common supplements. But I'm gonna also make sure that you're drinking a lot of water. Um, so, that's, that's just a really, really general view. And I, and I don't know if I quite answered your question or not. No, you, you did. I just didn't know. Like, I, is it something where you are fasting or is it something where you're supplement, you know, so it sounds like it could, it could be a lot of different things, but it could be. So if we're do, if we're going to do a liver fat, a liver detox, because you've got this huge flu, then yeah, then we're going to do like maybe three to four days of a water fast because that's going to clean out your digestion. It's going mm -hmm. to give your, your liver a rest. And then we're gonna start adding in some, 
you know, gentle supplements, maybe some other elements that will help move everything out. Mm -hmm. um, and so it just, it just depends. So you can't okay. say, well, a water fast is only for this, right? Mm. Or, okay. you know, we're only going to do this. Basically you mix and match all these things like little puzzle pieces to see what yeah. works best for each person. Yeah. That is what it sounds like. Kind of, kind mm -hmm. of figuring out the puzzle. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That, yeah. That, uh, that does answer my question. So oh, okay, good, that. good. <laughs> well, so now that we, you know, have kind of hashed out detoxing, what about deprivation or deparation? Am I saying that right? Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, you are. You know, so you know, what's is... the difference between them? Yeah. So deprivation is just like this really uncommon word that nobody knows about. Um, and it basically means to cleanse or wipe. And so we're using it in a cleansing meaning to clean out the body. And it, there's a, not a lot of information about this, um, but what I take it to mean is that we're working on a cellular level to get those toxins out of the cell. Because what the body does is it, the toxins that you take in like any chemical um, or any metabolite that the body doesn't need anymore, it takes it and stores it in the fluid surrounding the cell, which is called the extracellular matrix. Um, and so that's like a storage place for toxins. It holds it there so it doesn't overwhelm the kidneys or the liver. Mm -hmm. um, and deparation, well, and actually it kind of overlies with drainage too. Um, they both kind of mesh together. It moves those toxins real gently out of the extracellular matrix into the cell. And then again, out of the cell into the tissue, into the organ, and then eventually into the liver and then out the colon. And so it's just a, a very gentle, smooth way of getting um, toxins out of the body. So the words and the terms kind of overlap. Mm -hmm. So, don't get hung up on, oh, I'm only going to do a deparation. It's mm -hmm. part of the whole process. All the things that, you know, we're talking about today is really part of one big process that you, you basically do all the time anyway. Okay. Cause it does. Cause depuration does sound a lot like detail. Like it's, so there's a little different, it sounds like this is more on a cellular level and it's helping, you know, and I, I don't know, it's probably yes. might be a little too sciencey for me over here, but yeah, <laughs> it, I, I get how they're, they're, they're connected, but they're different. They're still kind of doing the same thing, helping our bodies just get rid of the things that shouldn't be held right. in there and in a safe, easy way that kind of cleanses and detoxifies. Right. So the thing is that things that can do deparation or drainage have to be, so you can't just use any old like mineral or any old supplement or any old herb because they're too big to get into the cell. You have uh -huh. to use things that will cross the cellular membrane mm. to get that stuff moving. And there's not a lot of things that do that. So what, what, what kind of things do do it? <laughs> so, okay. So, and I apologize if I get a little too technical here. Okay. Um, there's different lines of products that are called biotherapeutic drainage that accomplishes both drainage and deparation because they work on the cellular level. Okay. They use homeopathic remedies, um, homeopathic made 
minerals called cell salts is one of the best ways to accomplish mm. this because <laughs> everybody needs it. It's cheap, it's simple, it's easy, and it is fabulously effective. Mm. So, so does that make sense though, about you can't just like come in with a hammer and, you know, yeah. smash yeah. your cell to get it to release its toxins. That's not yeah. going to work. You have yeah. to use something really made for that type of process. Yeah, no. And so, so this in a good, healthy functioning body where we haven't overwhelmed it with all this stuff we put into it and shouldn't, this is happy happening naturally, but right. Yeah. Am I right? Okay. But sometimes if we just overwhelm our system, it's not working like it should. And that's when we employ some of these tactics and some of these procedures to help our body get back to that optimal level. Correct. Correct. And it is super hard to get back to that level now because we are inundated with so much junk now. Mm -hmm. And that involves a lot of things besides just, you know, the chemicals and the pesticides and the drugs that are in our water and the heavy metals. And it also mm-hmm. involves the radiation we're exposed to. Yes. It involves to um, the mental emotional sphere that we are involved to. Mm-hmm. So if you like, you're subject to bullying mm-hmm. or fear or any kind of abuse mm-hmm. that actually will cause toxins to store in your body as well. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah, sense. I know it's really yeah. super interesting. And as you mentioned too, a lot of them, they intertwine, right? You said deparation and drainage kind of go hand in hand. So you can't just go to your doctor and say, I'd like to do a drainage or I'd like to do, you know, a deprivation, but you know, they, you really have to work to figure out what would be the best route for you. You do, you do, except that if you come to me and ask to do drainage, I can do just drainage. Mm, Okay you can do and should be doing drainage all the time. And drainage just means open the drain. How do you open things? I'm afraid that ask Gina, don't opening. So let's like, talk about what are, the, what are the drains? So the drains are, you know, there's primary and secondary. Primary drains are, or they're called emunctories. Um, just a fancy word for drain in your body, Um, the liver, the kidneys, the colon, the lungs, and the skin are all the primary movers that will filter and um, work to get those toxins out. The secondary ones are pretty much everything else. The spleen, um, the prostate, any mucosal surface. Um, What have I missed here? Like the bladder, so urine, breathing it out, lungs. Even emotional outbursts, that's, that's a drainage. Um, you know, so all kinds of uh, pretty much everything else like that are the secondary. Okay. So draining just means you need to get those open. And, okay. So and, it's and physically removed. It's physically rem- being removed from your body, unless it's something emotional where it's not physical, but right. so it's coming, it comes through your skin. It comes, I'm imagining when you use the restroom, those kinds of sweating. Um, yes. okay. So if, if, so if you've got constipation, then your major emunctory is clogged up and is not draining. Therefore it's going to cause the toxins to recirculate back in your body. And you're not going to drain out those wastes that you need to drain. Okay. That's good. Like for the visual, because you can picture that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So 
like when the liver has to drain same, like, how does, how does it leave your body? So, okay. So since the liver is like at the heart of the whole process, it drains out through the gallbladder and the bile, as well as it drains through the blood. And then, Mm. so that will go to the kidneys. Okay. So that's why we want our gallbladder to be open because those toxins that have been um, changed in the liver have to go out some way. And they're going to go out through the gall, not through the gallbladder, but the gallbladder creates the bile that enables it to go out the stool. Okay. So I just think like I, my spin off into these thoughts. So I know a lot of people, if you have, have digestive issues, a lot of people have their gallbladder removed. How does yeah. this work for, for them? Does some does, does another organ kind of take over that role for for the gall, missing gallbladder? Because I don't think you take medication like you do yeah, if you. Well, so the liver still makes all the bile; it just doesn't okay. store any of it. And, oh. then, and so, if you were doing that, then I would make sure you've got all the necessary elements to make all the bile that you can. And then, plus, you should take extra bile salts, and mm. that will actually help greatly in just eliminating all that stuff. Mm. And that stuff is easy to find in bile salts. So okay. bile salts. Mm. Yep. I know it's, it sounds kind of disgusting. It kind of is. But. <laughs> and how is that taken? Is that like, I know a lot of like um, yep. homeopathic appeal. Okay. Cause I know sometimes it's something that dissolves under your tongue or it's a drop under your, no. Okay. It's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So interesting. interesting. Again, <laughs> I know so much to learn. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So, and if you're just getting started and, you know, we had talked about, I think um, in a previous episode too, but you know, what would be a great way to get started? You know, obviously speak with your, maybe your physician or reach out to you, Dr. Nadine, if they're here in town, but. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you mean who to talk to? Like, yeah, absolutely. I can help. If they, start yeah. If they feel like they program. need to detox. Yeah. If they feel like they need to detox, you know, where do you get started? I guess. Yeah. I would advise. So the tricky thing about detoxing is that if you, if you don't manage it well, then you end up with a reaction called a Herxheimer reaction, which means that you get sick. Mm. Um, it's usually not a bad sick. It's usually like a headache or nausea or something like that but that just says that the process is gummed up. It's not working right. So yeah, you should work, you know, and there's lots of herbalists. There's lots of, um, you know, homeopathic people who can work with detox. I don't know what kind of um, education uh, an MD has, but I'm sure I know that there are some that have, you know, a specialty in that or even functional Mm -hmm. medicine people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And there's, there's tons of things that you can do on your own, like start drinking lemon water. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just, easy. Yeah. I think, it, I think it's really important to know too. And I think it's, it's just that sometimes we experience these symptoms and we just think we're sick or we have a headache, like you said, or, and maybe it really is something deeper than that. And so if it's something that's recurring or something that's chronic and you're struggling to get over it, and I'm making it personal this time, because I did have this ongoing sinus infection that went on forever. And I, I still think there was something in the air, uh, you know, that I was reacting to that I'd never reacted to before, but you need to look a little deeper and look at possibly doing something like a detox or, or all three of these D's to get your body healthy and functioning. Um, sometimes it's not just a matter of, of going on an antibiotic, but it's going deeper than that, going internally, cleansing the body, 
helping your body kind of reach that optimal level through a detox depuration and or drainage. Usually right. it sounds like they kind of all three go hand in hand. They and, do. Yeah, absolutely. And really, yeah. you know, when I treat someone for something, I'm going to do that anyway, okay. because that's like a necessary part of getting well. Yeah. And we probably all have a need for that. Even if we're feeling great, we're probably, Mm -hmm. we're just exposed to so much. Even, you don't realize, you know, when you put lotion on your skin, that's absorbed into your whole body system. It doesn't just stay on your skin, right? Oh yeah. 20 seconds. And it's everywhere in your body. Yeah. 20 seconds. I know. You know, just think, couldn't you feel just like a little bit better? Are you feeling like a hundred percent? Is this your best hundred percent? Or are you like at 80%? 80% is awesome. But yeah. could you be more vital? Could you get better sleep? Could you have more energy? Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could. I think I, I'd fall into <laughs> that. Yes, I could category. I do. Because, <laughs> you know, we're all a work in progress. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And especially after this la- these last almost two years, you know, I feel like even if you're as healthy as a horse and you feel great emotionally, you yeah. know, this has been a tough couple of years. And so there might be some things we've internalized or held on to yeah. emotionally and mentally that even just releasing that can be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And especially, and especially in this climate where we kind of don't know illness wise, what's going on or what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. This is a safe thing that you can do to keep yourself at your best and keep your immune system working its best right. so that you can be confident, you know, mm-hmm. in facing anything really. Great. Great. Yeah. Such great yeah. information. I always Yay. appreciate learning this kind of thing. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. A really good information. Like Gina said too. I just, I hope our listeners were able to take away just, you know, a couple things from the 3d conversation <laughs> today. So. I hope so too. Yeah. Well, thanks again for joining us and, um, you know, to our listeners, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Great. Thank you. Thank you.